Well, in our gospel today, we have this parable whose structure and form is repeated time and time again throughout the gospels, especially the gospel of Matthew. Uh, the idea is you have these two different uh, disparate entities that are put together and they kind of coexist for a while and then when the end of the world comes, they're separated. And uh, the point, the main point of our Lord's parables uh, of this style and this form is he's trying to teach us that in the church, within the church, there's both the good and the bad. And uh, right until the very end of the world, right until the second coming of Christ, there will be those who uh, are not living fundamentally um, authentic lives as disciples of Jesus Christ, but yet are members of the church. And, um, and they will be judged at the end. So just because you know, you're a member of the church, you're a baptized Catholic, it doesn't mean that you're automatically going to heaven. And uh, there's many, many principles that we can draw forth from this uh, about tolerance, things like that. Um, but uh, what I want to focus on today is not so much the, the main point of the parable, but a little kind of a side note. If you notice here, it says that uh, there's this net that's thrown into the sea and it collects fish of every kind. Now the main point, every kind meaning good and bad, but I think there's more to it than that. Every kind. Meaning that within the church, the members of the church uh, come from all different kinds of backgrounds, socioeconomic uh, strata and status, educational backgrounds, um, racial, cultural, linguistic backgrounds. There is a great variety in the church. And that is its Catholicity. Catholicity means its church's universality. It's spread over the whole world, across the entire length of, hi of human history, and it has within it a great variety and diversity, and yet it's unified, yet it's one. I think we see that as well in our first reading from the book of Exodus. If we see Moses and we can imagine him, he's erecting the tabernacle in the Old Testament. This was the special locus of God's point of communion between him and the people of God. Very, very sacred structure. But it says it has pedestals, it's boards, bars, columns, there's a tent, there's a top of the covering on the top of the tent. It's got all of these elements and these aspects and it's fit together and so there's a, it's a great image of unity in diversity and variety. And again, it's, it's the Catholicity of the church that we're looking at here with the tabernacle, which is a foreshadowing of the church. It's a type or a symbol of the church. And uh, I think to myself this morning, I was meditating, and I, I, I looked back on my life and I said, okay, when I was 18 or when I was 22 or when I was 28 or when I was even 31, 32, although the direction of my thoughts started to kind of stabilize at that point in my life. In any event, if I had kind of frozen in any sort of trajectory of the development of my thought and my personality, uh, I would have become very non-Catholic. And uh, what I mean by that is I'm, I am, no doubt, a very imbalanced and narrow-minded uh, person, but I would have been even more 
imbalanced and, and narrow-minded uh, and person lacking universality and well-roundedness uh, unless I had the Catholic Church to guide me. And that's the beauty of the Church. It guides us in our thinking and it stops us from becoming caught in a dead end, in a little niche, uh, you know, so that we become Republicans first and, and Christians second, or we become Democrats first and Christians second, or we become, uh, you know, Americans first and disciples of Christ second. That's narrow-mindedness. That way lies um, uh, an impoverishment of our potentialities as human beings and as Christians and as followers of Jesus. But if we stay true to the church, she, in her great variety and diversity and wisdom, will guide us into becoming well-rounded, balanced personalities that don't just focus on this virtue and ignore these other virtues, but have the, the whole range of virtues hopefully developing and working on them, that don't get focused on this train of thoughts, but are able to keep in balance and in a healthy tension all the different truths and the aspects and the elements of human and divine realities. And that's the beautiful gift that we have as Catholics. And so today when we think about uh, fish of every kind, we think about the, the diversity and unity and the Catholicity of the Church, it might be a time to examine ourselves and say, you know, am I... Uh, becoming narrow in my outlook or in my lifestyle or do I have a proper respect for the diverse members of the church for the poor as well as for the rich? For uh, Do I have a, a, a purely American kind of point of view or do I seek to think about things and, and about the world from the viewpoints of all the different cultures and countries that make up the church? And thereby examining ourselves in the light of the Catholicity of the Church, uh, by God's grace, we won't become, um, or we won't become as much as, you know, the narrow-minded kind of um, uh, shallow person that uh, we, we could, without God's grace, become. But with His help, become well-rounded, balanced, and, and Catholic people.